we stand in the presence of God's Word. <clears throat> Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it's the greatest of trust and becomes the tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests and branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which someone found and hid. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets that threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the word of the Lord. Four years ago, our Barton Clinton Gordy presenter was Dr. Brandon Scott. He holds a distinguished chair of New Testament studies at Philadelphia Seminary. He has spent an adult lifetime studying the parables. His two most widely published and read books are Here Then the Parables and his latest one called Jesus the World. He says the most authentic thing we have left about that historical Jesus. Nazareth is the parable. That's the thing. Those parables asking all of us to read or what the world look like if we were to see it, what he believes is describing in his parable. Let's take a look at these. First is about you have to understand that the mustard you grow in your garden is very different from that which grew two thousand years. Hybridized it to the point that now we just have tender young leaves that you pick. They're good, tender. Jesus is describing was an annual plant. It reseeded itself and it grew very quickly to a like plant ranging in height. But it grew into a fruit. The scholars say that what's being depicted here is to the nations around Israel that claim their big trees and bodies of their support, and that all the birds of the air is the nations of the world come and nest. The huge cedars of Lebanon to their north, the great cypress of Rome to the west, the huge trees that grew along the Nile River and into the jungle. That mustard would produce whose limbs would get big and Birds would make nests. Dr. Eugene Boring, a professor at PCU in Fort Worth, teaches in their private school, and he describes this as being the fruits and This morning, when the young people I reminded them that Jackson, Texas, calls itself the tomato capital of Texas. They say they produce more tomatoes in that county than any other in the state of Texas. The football stadium where I played in high school was called the Tomato Bowl. And he said you could buy postcards in the drugstores in Jacksonville, Texas, 
showing a huge truck with one giant tomato on the back, carefully buckled and strapped in. One giant tomato. And that this is what Jesus is getting at. That is the kingdom of God will grow when the unusual thing about this little parable, twofold. One, Jesus seems to be saying yeast is a good thing, and the rabbi of his day, yeast was a bad thing. Yeast was used to describe corruption. At Passover in Jerusalem today, huge packs of boiling water placed in major street intersections. People can come and bring the dishes, and in front of their neighbors, be sure that all yeast is removed from them. Toothbrush thrown away, new toothbrush bought. Just in case there might be the least little bit of leavening yeast inside. Everything must be unleavened when one comes to Passover. Second thing is why a woman used this three measures of flour. This correct said, be on the to bake bread and pure if hungry men. Dr. Eugene Boring again said, either this has complete flour. Well, this is not really about the morality or giving money. Others that a little bit. He's great. Well, very quickly you move into the beautiful ever. And one day he said, he's sure he's the And the spot day again was this thing. Every, the only difference here is one fellow just stumbled over the treasure while he's following, doing one job, discovering something. Really looking diligent. No, no. Kingdom's life. This is a big pain of dragnet used. Scholars say that these nets could be as tall as six feet, and they could be as long as two hundred. Two thirds. But they were usually tied one to each of two boats, and those boats were being hauled this huge net. Or it could be positioned by two boats and then again on shore with long ropes hauled in each end, pulling fish in. There are many of fish. fish. He says that no step that person goes. 
garden, one has to observe boundaries. Plenty of the first century, plenty of the elder, plenty of the younger. He wrote mustard. He says, kudzu here. Just over everything. When the seeds touched the ground, they would germinate, would grow up to these bushes. They covered everything. Really careful. Wonderful, everybody. But antique road shows all about in PBA. You find some piece of junk in your attic, you take it down, they tell you it's worth six. He said the only thing about that, they show you mostly winners. Not the hunters who bring their junk and their toes. It's junk. Only a few have something that's worth more than the Brandon. 